SBS live streams and podcasts are supported by advertising. Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to SBS on the money with Ricardo Gonçalves. It is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 21st of June, 2023. Later, more details on the Australian share market, which snapped a seven-day winning streak. But first, the Australian Competition Tribunal has blocked an ACCC decision to, or banned rather, so it's banned an ACCC decision to block Telstra and TPG from sharing infrastructure in regional Australia. For more details, I spoke with telecommunications analyst Paul Buddha. Basically, is anti-competitive, so that is the that is the key reason. It favors Telstra enormously. It can expand its uh, its foot uh, footprint in regional areas, and that would hamper competitors, in particularly companies such as uh, Optus and Vodafone. What would this deal have meant for regional customers? And now that it's not going through, what are the implications? Okay, so the negative uh, results are that there won't be that much footprint, you know, so the, the footprint is not going to be extended. So that would be a negative. At the same time, uh, it also means that regional uh, customers and regional areas won't have a choice they would have the only possibility would be to use the Telstra network. So, you know, it's on one side uh, less competition, but at the same time also the footprint is not going to be extended. Can we go into more detail about the potential merits, though, for a the companies involved in the potential deal that's been squashed and for consumers? Because I saw an interesting t- statistic that showed that while this deal would have only benefited or impacted 17 percent of the of the country, um, the fact that it may have improved the footprint. It, it meant that um, it may have attracted tourists, for example, into regional areas or potential people moving from city areas to the regions. Yeah, that's uh, that's true, uh, Ricardo. But, you know, what the issue is, is that that can be also achieved in a better way. It can be achieved in a way that you get and you get an, a larger footprint, so you get more coverage and at the same time you get more choice. I mean, if you're going forward, we now talk about 5G and 60, what it means that the number of antennas, you know, the, the mobile stations are going to be in the thousands, in the ten thousands. So it doesn't make economic sense to build two or three regional mobile networks throughout Australia. So it makes sense that you actually start looking at how can we actually share the infrastructure and, and start competing with services rather than I've got the biggest network. And that is the future. There's no other way that we have to go into that direction because of the sheer cost of infrastructure going forward if you talk about 5G and 6G. And finally, just wrapping up, so do you do you also agree, do you see this as a win for consumers at the moment? In the longer term, absolutely a win for consumers because it now forces the operators to start looking at other alternatives. They need to start saving costs. 
they need to start looking at more effective and efficient infrastructure. But there you have to work together, start looking at sharing infrastructure. Perhaps the regulator has to change its uh, mantra because it's looking at infra-based competition and it should be service-based competition. So that is the future. And I think the rethink that's now going to take place would absolutely be beneficial for customers because then they really get a choice. Telecommunications analyst Paul Buda there, and we'll take a closer look at the share market reaction uh, in a few moments. Uh, First, though, people who abuse retail workers in New South Wales will face tougher penalties, including imprisonment under new rules introduced by the state government today. For more, I spoke with Greg Griffith, the National Retail Association CEO. Greg, can you run us through how much of an issue retail abuse actually is and what your members are saying? Yeah, thank you. Um, Look, the retail sector is a $400 billion sector. Um, Retail crime, we believe, nationally costs about $20 million a day. Uh, The retail sector is the biggest employer of youth and of women. And we believe that about nearly 85% of retail workers are subject to some type of verbal abuse, uh, you know, during their lifetime working in the retail sector, which is really unacceptable. You know, we all want to work in a safe environment. Um, there's no there's no reason why the retail sector shouldn't be able to offer a safe and uh, safe working environment for all their employees. To what extent is it a problem? Are we seeing it on the rise? And what kind of abuse? We're certainly seeing it on the rise. At the National Retail Association, we represent about 6,500 members nationally. Um, our, our members are certainly telling us that they've seen an increase in, in retail crime and abuse over the last 12 to 24 months in particular, I think they can put that down to you know, pressure on society in relation to interest rate rises and and um, and, uh, and and inflation. Uh, we're certainly seeing organised retail crime on the increase, you know, abuse and threatening behaviour, uh, this swarming aspect where you know, groups of, uh, of, of users are coming in and in a swarm to come in and, and steal um, credit card and refund uh, fraud, uh, you know, cybercrime has certainly seen that as a, um, a, on the increase as well. New South Wales government has um, updated laws to protect um, retail workers. How will these laws mm. minimise these types of attacks? Well, I think there's, you know, for, there'll be consequences for, ac- for actions. And it's wonderful that we're seeing such laws passed. Uh, you know, the police do a, an amazing job. Uh, ultimately, they're sometimes hamstrung by the lack of laws and, and lack of ability to take action. So having these laws passed in New South Wales, as long as as well as in South Australia, they're going to allow the police there to to really sort of get get more proactive, working with the retail sector, um, you know, industry bodies like us, which we bring the police and the and the whole retail sector together to actually talk about crime and actually how best to how best to uh, circumnavigate it. Having the having the rules in place or the laws in place will allow the police to you know have actions have consequences for people who are. Who are not behaving according to you know, society. And what happens now? As you mentioned, it's New South Wales today. Uh, South Australia yeah. already has similar laws. What about on a national mm. perspective? Yes, well, you know, each state operates independently. Uh, so at National Retail Association, we work in every every jurisdiction. We bring the police force and and the inter in the and the, sec- the industry together. Sorry, in the industry together, uh, and we work with government to actually identify and tell them the issues that at hand. Uh, we're certainly advocating to each each um, state and territory outside of New South Wales, South Australia, that really laws need to be put in place 
and, and action needs to be taken to stop what is what we're seeing as this increased in crime in, in uh, the retail sector. National Retail Association CEO Greg Griffiths there. Now, Market Day on the SBS On The Money podcast. Well, the Australian share market snapped a seven-day winning streak today. The S&P ASX 200 down 0.6%. A lot of the falls coming late in the session, 7,314. For more, I spoke with Robert Tilevsky, founder of Activist Investment Advisors. Yeah, so Australian shares were uh, basically fell marginally today and pretty much stayed that way as after you say, as you say, uh, snapping a seven-day winning streak. Losses were mainly driven by BHP, Fortescue and Rio, down between 1% to 2%. Energy stocks, uh, Woodside and Santos were also down about 1%. Local market falls were off the back of a stalling US rally after climbing to its highest level in a year. You get the sense that equities are a little bit overbought, um, extended from a valuation and a sentiment perspective, We've seen some strong investor optimism in recent months, and the S&P is up 14% year-to-date and trading at an expensive 90% PE, which is a little bit higher than your average 15 times PE. Uh, the probability of recession still gets talked up about a lot, and yet you get, you know, obviously you're seeing these rallies that continue. Um, on, the, on the sort of minor note, US housing starts came in a little bit ex- better than expected last night even though, as, as we've seen, 10 consecutive interest rate increases in the US. There are a couple of um, corporate stories out today. First of all, the Australian Competition Tribunal has backed the ACCC's move to block Telstra and TPG from um, sharing infrastructure in regional Australia because it's worried that it would um, see Telstra's strength uh, increase relative to Optus. How has the market reacted? Mm. Yeah, so today's decision was made on the basis that it would reduce regional mobile infrastructure-based competition. Uh, The proposed agreement would have allowed TPG to use approximately 3,700 additional regional mobile sites. Competition between providers is generally good for consumers as it leads to better development of infrastructure and better deals for consumers. Following the announcement, uh, Telstra rose 0.4%. TPG shares tanked 6%. Interest rates. Can we talk about how it's hitting property stocks? Because Dexas, for example, today reduced the book value of some of its commercial property portfolio by around a billion dollars. Yeah, so the office and industrial group Dexas sliced about a billion dollars in book values across its 32 office and 143 industrial property assets. This equates to around 8% off of the office assets and about 0.2% of its industrial portfolio. We saw something similar last week with Charter Hall. They also um, revalued their assets and sliced 1.9 bill off their uh, valuations, and that equates to about 3.7%. However, Dexas stock price was up 1% today following the news, so investors don't seem to be too worried about that reval. Okay, um, that's the property type sector, but what about the consumer when it comes to rising interest rates? And I ask because today we heard from the team at Rex Airlines. Uh, it issued a profit warning, but not only did it blame a shortage of pilots and engineers, but it also said a significant slowdown in corporate travel demand is also impacting its business, particularly in May and June. So, Could we start seeing uh, a shift in the way consumers have been prioritising travel ahead of other spending now? Yeah, so high interest rates are definitely going to have an impact on consumer spending habits. um, And we're already seeing some of those signs. Obviously, 
large increases in credit card interest rates uh, um, is making a difference. I mean, if you recall, sort of a year ago, we were, you know, getting a 5% interest rate on a credit card. Now we're getting 20%. So that's obviously a big, a big difference. Also, bills, um, increasing in bills is also you know, going to impact the consumer. And the increased uh, mortgage stress as well will force consumers to rethink their travel budgets going forward. And from a personal experience, you know, domestic flights are, are definitely looking at less full than, than they were a year ago. And um, in terms of general opportunities for investors at the moment, are there any? It's an extremely tough market environment. Um, equities aren't cheap. Um, equities haven't really priced in that potential for a recession that we really keep hearing about on a daily basis. On the other note, I mean, bond returns are looking attractive, yielding around 4% with a limited risk. So they're looking attractive. Smaller companies um, are starting to look attractive relative to larger companies. There's about a 10% spread between the two. But also, you've got to be careful because if we see further weakness, then they might become more cheaper. Robert Talevsky there from Activist Investment Advisors. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Why do people want to be at work? To feel heard, appreciated, part of something, and to know there's a career path for everyone. Inclusive workplaces are linked to increased innovation, productivity and employee satisfaction. Make your organisation a place where people want to be. For inclusion and diversity training, visit inclusion-program.com.au.